The scripture reading today comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. The next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip said, come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said to him, here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered, do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the son of man. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. probably all have played as a child. We all have probably played the game follow the leader, right? Where usually, right, if we're thinking of siblings, the older sibling will say, hey, let's play follow the leader, and obviously I'm going to be the leader. And so then they do all the crazy things, and their younger siblings or whoever's around them will follow and do. Now, it can be a fun game. It can also be a kind of dangerous game because if you think about what siblings will convince their other siblings or friends to do, uh, you know, and sometimes the person that is the leader is not always the best example, is not always the person you want to be following. But again, too, it then creates fun and exciting stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember doing Follow the Leader, and, and we did it a little differently in my house. Um, I would just kind of tell my brother what I wanted him to do. And so if you've seen the cartoons, right, where uh, like Bugs Bunny or whoever, they have a a red um, like cloth that they're holding when a bull is right there to, you know, get the bull to come. I did that with my brother, but we had the um, entertainment center at the time. And so I did as the cartoons, right, with a rock, and I went like this, and there was a piece of glass right here, and my brother went in. Thankfully, it did not shatter the glass. It did crack the glass, and I was in trouble uh, because I was told that 
I was the one that convinced him to do it because I was getting him to follow the leader and telling him what to do. Now, other times we follow leaders, maybe not so much uh, in that game, but even in our lives, we follow leaders that have an incredible impact on our lives, have an incredible impact on those that they are around, and they help growth happen. They push those who are following to learn. They push those who are following outside of their comfort zone that helps them be better than maybe they were before they were willing to take a risk. But you never know what you're going to get necessarily when you follow the leader unless you really know that leader well. I think about it even today. We think about there being a transition um, at one of the schools in our state with their football program. But these student athletes who are sitting there during this transition, they're having to get to know their new leader and, and having to make a decision on, is this someone that I want to follow and to move forward with? And I think that's a little bit of what we're seeing too and I would say in a greater way in our scripture today where Jesus has gone to Galilee and he has he told Philip to follow him. To follow him. And we see where they that Philip has gone and, and is, is a little more gung-ho about it. But then there's Nathaniel right there, who's a little more skeptical, who's thinking to himself and even says it in Scripture, can anything good come out of Nazareth? So there's this opinion of why should I go and follow Jesus? The Christian faith started with Christ coming into the world, Christ having his disciples, and through, obviously, Christ's life, he goes and he is able to be in ministry with so many others, but his life here on earth does not last for an eternity, right? Rather, uh, Jesus' physical self, he, he dies and then is resurrected, proving again to his disciples that he was the Messiah, even though they already kind of had a feeling. They didn't understand everything that was going on. But those disciples, after Jesus is gone, 
They're the ones that go out. They're the ones that go out and are able to start building the church. They're the ones that go out and share of who this Jesus person was that can't be seen right in front of us any longer. And through the disciples and others going and sharing Jesus, 2,000 years later, we are here today. And some of us sitting here are probably in this space because someone said, hey, come on, come with me. It might have been our parents, it might have been neighbors, friends. Come and see what this guy named Jesus is all about. Just as Philip did with Nathaniel here in this scripture, where Nathaniel has this idea again that who who is this Jesus guy? Nothing good comes out of Nazareth. And Philip says, Come, come and see for yourself. Now, Philip can tell Nathaniel, come and see, right? And if he stops right there, nothing probably happens. If we go to our friends and family and we say, hey, come and see what's going on. Come and see who this Jesus that I talk about is, it probably stops right there. Because if someone is coming and and seeing what is going on, and they're hearing, there better be something to see, right? I hate, I hate when somebody says, hey, come look. Come look at fill in the blank, right? Whatever it may be. Something that another person thinks is amazing and awesome. And I'm like, huh. Why did I come and see that? But the difference, the difference for us is that Jesus is worth Someone coming and seeing. And when someone really does begin to see Christ work in their life, they're able to have a new outlook, a new understanding to see, to see the love and the hope that comes through Christ. 
for all of the disciples and for Philip and Nathaniel, right, when they experience Jesus for the first time, they can tell, they can tell that Jesus is different. That Jesus is not from this world the same as the rest of us. But I think what really continues to help is that they engaged with Christ. They engaged in conversation. They engaged in ministry. They engaged and were able to learn and to see even more how Christ was different. I think for us sitting here, as we have been able to engage, engage in ministry, engage and to see Christ continue to be at work in our lives, as we have been able to grow in our understanding of who God is and who Christ is in our life, we are also able to continue, right, continue to share that. And so, as we think about Jesus saying, follow me, as we think about Philip saying, come and see, while those are very important phrases, while those actions are important to start and continue building the church, continue to build God's kingdom, I think it is even more important for us and for those that we encourage to come and to see who Jesus is that there be able to be engagement, that there be able to be experience. Because when we experience and engage, we're able to learn. We're able to start processing. Because I think if, if the disciples had just say, hey, come and see Jesus, and, and somebody comes and just looks at Jesus, they say, okay, like, what's the big deal? But they experienced miracles, they experienced and engaged and saw how he loved the people around him, how he chose to be in community with those that were looked down upon by others. As we say in our communion liturgy, Jesus was able to heal the sick. He ate with sinners. There was something different about Jesus. And when those who came and saw Jesus, they did not only just come and see, they were able to engage in Jesus and who Jesus is. And so now as we sit here and as we continue to engage and to learn of who Christ is in our life, we then 
have a responsibility to also tell others to come and to see, but not to stop with seeing, but come and see and learn, engage, experience Jesus. Because as we experience Christ, we are able to go and to share in a stronger and more impactful way to others. As we are able to go and to live a life that is full of love, a life that continues to show mercy and justice, a life that continues to help bring comfort and peace to those around us. And one of the ways in which we have the ability to experience Christ is through Holy Communion, where we come and we take bread. And we come and we drink from the cup and we experience God's grace and God's love and that holy mystery. The same holy mystery that Christ joined his disciples with before he was crucified. And so, as we continue to engage, as we continue to learn, as we continue to experience Christ, may we continue to bring others along. Not to just come and see, but to learn, to experience, to know of who Christ is in our life, but also in theirs. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for your love. We give you thanks for the way in which Jesus continues to show us how almighty and amazing he is to show us that He is your Son. And so may we continue to listen and to follow, but may we continue to encourage others to come and to see Jesus, but not only to come and to see Jesus, but to experience and know of Christ's almighty love. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.